Welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. I am your host, Star Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. <laughs> we should have led with, we have a special guest with us tonight, Danger. Danger. <laughs> Welcome back, Danger. I, I was absent for a couple, and I'm back. So let's not let's no. not mention it again or give it, me a hard it, time. It's or... good that you're underselling how many episodes you missed. A couple. I'm a pretty good salesman, <laughs> and I think people are going to buy it, you know? <laughs> So anyway, we are Someone Nerdy Radio. This is episode issue 16, our Nerd Talk this week, our favorite summer blockbuster. Summer blockbuster is coming up. It's a good and appropriate topic to have. Um, you can follow us on uh, a few different places. You can hit us up on our Facebook, our Twitter, or our Instagram. You could stop by our website, check out the shop. <laughs> Send practice. us an email! <laughs> <laughs> We got all the things. Check us out. Okay. So you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, at Some Nerds. And we have an Instagram. Post a lot of stuff from wrestling events that uh, people go to. Chris. Mostly. Snarf Chris goes to. And I've really been on a huge Ghostbuster kick. I don't know if you saw that. The I've noticed. Eight things I've posted are all Ghostbuster, Ghostbuster, Ghostbuster. That's a sweet cell phone case you've got. Yeah, made it. You know for whatever reason. Uh, and of course, you can um, email us at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com or just visit our website, somewhatnerdy.com. Also, we have a merch store. Links to that on somewhatnerdy.com. You can buy shirts. Not to all our shows because Critter has not done that yet. In my defense, I don't remember saying that until I listened to the episode because <laughs> I was so drunk during that episode. Yeah, and that's something else we want to touch on. Um, if the last episode that we did, which was, I think, the nerd culture uh, episode, me and Critter did that at like 2 o'clock in the morning after maybe a case of beer. <laughs> so uh, we were kind of surprised how well it came out. So maybe we're, we're going to do that subject over again. We, we'd like to have Danger in here, too, for that. Yeah. Maybe bring in some some of the people from our, our other shows. That'd be nice, too. Yeah, so we want to do the nerd culture thing uh, over again. I'm happy with how it turned out, but I'm sure we can always do that subject better. Point yeah. is, I don't remember. I don't remember making that promise. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be better with the talent here and with less alcohol. Oh, involved. good God! Um, make sure you go buy shirts. Critter will eventually get the shirts up for the other shows. That since y'all have been asking about that, and if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you're using, uh, make sure you leave us all the stars. <laughs> God, leave us all you. the stars. Yeah, like Critter and. And Snarf Chris are just standing here with their hands up in the air at me, like, like do something, <laughs> talk, <laughs> say something. You only man. have to do, like, you only have a few little cues that you have to go off of. That's one of them. All the stars. I know. I haven't been here so long. I'm just out of practice on this whole thing. Well, have you have you heard about the hate hug? Which no. is you leave us a five star review, and then you can actually go in and say whatever you know, mean thing whatever you mean want thing to. you wanted to say about the show, like you know. Critter's voice is too high-pitched. I have to lower the radio down. And then I can't hear Chris. I have to turn it back up. It's this constant battle between volume settings. You guys suck. But it's still, we get five stars. That's the hate five hug. Stars. You know what? And if, if that review is just entertaining enough, we'll feature it right here on the show. There you go. So, um, obviously, like I said, this is issue 16. Um, but before we get into the episode... Um, How's everybody been? This has been a while since we've all been in the same room. Critter, I think, he, I think he's referring to you. <laughs> uh, so what have you been doing, Danger, since uh, we've seen you last, which was like two months ago? I believe last time I was here, I was talking about this mentoring program from our local community college to a local high school. 
and I found an organization that has kind of picked it up and started running with it, so I can finally let go and breathe easy, knowing that I, I did my part. You know? What program was this? Um, it was a program that kind of mimics something out of Chicago where successful college students at the local community college will step into a local high school and mentor and tutor the children that are in the high school. So uh, Baton Rouge has a school system issue, and this was one of the very small effort ways to have a larger impact in growing kind of like a like a community of people that have interest in education because education is important <laughs> well that's cool that, that's good that's uh i was gonna say that's way more productive than yeah, what i've been up to most definitely i had trouble getting in touch with people that had money to fund this thing but this organization has those connections and contacts and is just gonna take it they're even in contact i put them in contact with the people that run the program in chicago so it's it's got legs it's going it's moving and i'm done with it okay well that that makes mine seem a little oh actually you're not done with a little bit of catch-up uh we have a <laughs> gift for you here from the kirk gift cartel from the watch your mouth podcast and if you know anything about dan and the watch your mouth show you know he gives gifts all the time like, that's, what he, that's what he lives for i haven't met this man yet like you've he, never met dan right? he no he's very he won't spend money on himself. He'll think twice about, do I really need that? But if he sees something for someone else, he's like, doing it, don't care, buying it. And that's just what he does. I have so much stuff from him. But now, so does Randall, who has never officially met Dan from the Kirk Gift Cartel. But here you go. Um, this <laughs> Okay, before I open this, I haven't looked at it yet, and I've never met Dan, so this is a surprise to me, and <laughs> I'm, go I'm going in. Some tissue paper in the way. We got a. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> what is it, Danger? It's an ice cream cone that shoots the foam, and it's enormous. It's like my size. So, <laughs> so when I was little, uh, and poor, our my my premier toy, my number one toy when I was about four or five years old, was this ice cream cone with a foam head of ice cream on it, with a foam scoop of ice cream, and it would launch it would launch the ice cream and if about a foot. And if you remember issue four, that is what he would not shut up about. In fact, that was the name the, the name of the issue for issue four. <laughs> ice cream cone shoots the foam, toy number one. It, it is catchy, and I stand by it. It's, it's great. And, and I'm it's... holding one right now, and I gotta say, boys, hold up, girls. Hold up, hold up, gotta get a picture. I was right all along. Bring it in. Bring it in. Okay. <laughs> I was God. right all along. <laughs> I was right all along. This thing's awesome. I just nailed Snarf Chris in the head, and I'm going to do that for probably a lot of the evening. I guess that'd be lemon flavored because yeah. it's yellow. Yellow or pea. Yeah. Or pea flavored. <laughs> pea flavored. <laughs> it's pea flavored. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate this. It's a real thank you. Also, I got some sweet, uh, some sweet coasters and a button. Thank you. Watch your mouth. Y'all are great. Dan in particular. <laughs> All right, what about you, Critter? Uh, since we got that out of the way. Well, like I said, his uh, his catch-up makes mine seem a little selfish and maybe not deep at all. Um, but 
Amazon finally emailed me canceling my Ghostbusters order. That was one of the, the greatest things to wake up to. Is the first thing I saw in the morning was that it canceled your order. <laughs> it, so you posted it, it on Instagram. It took an entire year for them mm-hmm. to cancel and tell me, nope, not happening. I'm and so I've been glad. telling you for like what the past few months is like they're going to cancel the order. He's like, no, they don't have a policy to do that. <laughs> well, apparently they do. No, it, it, I don't think it was really a policy. It was no, just, they just did they, it. They just did it. Like this guy emails us every month. Maybe we should just tell him, look, dude, it's not happening. <laughs> So I'm so glad that we just don't have to we don't have to hammer that out every every month anymore. Yeah, and, and what which was funny because Billiam said that Netflix got the real Ghostbusters four. Critter got his DVDs that he ordered, and it's true. So, but Netflix kind of saved me on that. Yes. So, so all the series to... is on uh, Netflix now, and I have watched every single episode probably multiple times now. Yeah, me too. It is I, so I, great. And you know, honestly, that that should be uh, some topics for future podcast yeah. episodes or issues well i would like to go and review each season each season yeah i think each we'll season do that, would be yeah. really cool because then we could see the, the the progression how great it is and then <laughs> it's so weird just uh even in the first few episodes uh seasons i was uh, talking about this is a small thing like from episode to episode the animation changes from like a very Japanese anime type thing where they do kind of Japanese anime type things. And the next thing is very Scooby-Doo animation mm-hmm. from episode to episode. I don't know if <laughs> well, they're they, different they... art directors on different things. It's, it, they do. They get different uh, animation studios to do okay. each episode. All right. So that, that explains it. Yeah. yeah. And plus the, the first season is syndication or the second season is syndication. That's why that one looks all weird. Um, first one was just all over the place. It was what? 78, 79 episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Just random. So we're definitely going to do that. On I do. I do love shots. how a lot of the episodes had like just huge mess ups in animation. But we'll get into that yeah, yeah. in future stuff. <laughs> um, um, you know, of course, I've I'm been... glad that that you finally kind of have the some Ghostbusters, closure. and I'm glad you finally don't have to worry about Amazon. I'm still in the process of trying to find this thing for you. I'm going to find this for you cheap. I'm not spending a lot of money on it, but well, okay. I'm going to find it. All right. Well, good luck. But. Amazon, you know, as mad as I get as am- at Amazon, I'm still buying stuff. Yeah, I buy stuff on there I, almost I buy, every day. It's, it's crazy how easy they make at the shop. And so I've been wanting to go camping. So I actually bought a ton of camping stuff through Amazon. So luckily they didn't charge my card for that Ghostbuster thing because I used that money <laughs> to buy camping stuff. So that's happening. Where do you want to go camping at? Um, right now I just... I. I have something booked um, later on in the month in Percy Quinn, which is okay. out of Macomb, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. So You're just going to go out there by yeah. yourself? or No, I'm, uh, my girlfriend and I are going to go oh, okay. just for the weekend and then come back. Mm-hmm. Nothing major. But I have enough stuff. And I'm just going to try it out. And it's kind of near civilization. So if things something go, happens, if yeah. something goes wrong. Your cell phone t- still works. <laughs> it turns out that I didn't have as much supplies as I thought I did. I'm like, oh, I could totally make it. And then I don't. When's the last time you've been camping? Oh, man. um, Since I was a kid. And we're talking about actual world camping, like going in the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's, it's a, a campground. Camp yeah. yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I have a tent. And... Me and my brothers have always talked about doing the, the four-day canoe trip, mm-hmm. where you would canoe a certain time, camp, canoe the rest of the way, camp, and canoe the rest of the way. I've always wanted to do that. Well, I want to eventually do a, the, the hiking, where multiple right. day hiking where whatever Distance. whatever you have on your back is what you have mm-hmm. and that's eventually where i want to get into but i want to make sure i can handle camping before i go on oh, no. appalachian trail and die <laughs> yeah judge if you can do a six mile hike without being dead on the third day yeah exactly so that and then of course i've been doing the watch your mouth podcast how's that doing uh it's it's going well it's going really well actually it's still a lot of fun um it's fun listening to 
we uh we're approaching our 100th episode which is crazy i mean that's i mean we're still 17 episodes away but... yeah, yeah, yeah no 100 <laughs> once you get in the 80s it's there it's when real. it hits night when we hit 90 it's gonna be this whoa and you've been there since when like uh 28 28, 28 okay. something like that and we're on episode 16 well that's not really <laughs> true i count the one shots we're we're on 24 or 5 somewhere is right around there so in a year in case you missed it danger we made a year last month <laughs> oh no i was on the cover you didn't see <laughs> I was, he had to I was be with us somehow gotcha <laughs> You know what? Maybe we should start numbering the one-shot issues. Yeah, I was thinking about that, actually. Uh, it's hard to call back to it and say, oh, we had a one-shot last year. Go listen to it. I think we might just start no It's still having one-shots, but just numbered. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're... It's a debate. We're probably going to do that. Upon now. inception of the one-shot, we were just considering it as a completely, you know, a random thing. But we do them so often now that it's hard to... It is hard yeah, the to one shot keep them organized. Became, it's just what we do in between this the regular show but it is just kind of a regular show just shortened so i don't know we're gonna we'll still call them one shots but you know what we'll put them in the issue number we'll just do that yeah let's probably do that definitely what about you snarf chris what Uh, you been up to um as you know i do the wrestling podcast uh, there's a square circle uh the weekly podcast so we just review wrestling that takes up a good amount of time but last night they had the wrestling event in the city which i invited everybody in this room everybody at watch your mouth podcast and then Critter only answered me, was the only one to answer me, and goes, mm, wrestling <laughs> was the only answer I got back from anybody. Well, me not showing up, I can't, I feel like your feelings couldn't be hurt because you know. No, I knew you were going to show. Like, I, I know it's only going to take because the, the next one's coming up or in a bar room. You know, here's the thing. I, I bet I would have fun if I actually yeah, went. Because I, I love sporting yeah. events yeah, yeah, yeah. in general, going to them. Like baseball and television, I find kind of boring sometimes. But going to a game is amazing. Right. You know, you get, you get caught up in the in the crowds and the cheering and heckling other people. Well, <laughs> it's, and this it's, is what wrestling is, is yeah. heckling and cheering people. I'm sure I'm sure I'd have a great time. I just... Well, I mean, uh, so what I went to is the Wildcat event. They have uh, the event in New Orleans. Uh, they do it every two months. So this is a, their... It's in a high school gym pretty full the next ones they come up on uh they call it their x-ray show x X x-rated shows which they take place in the bar room so they put a wrestling ring in the middle of a bar room you drink watch wrestling it'd be something a little bit more i could make it to a bar room with the two of you guys so and we get to watch wrestling which is really good it's really good wrestling too it's not really like bad wrestling it's it's fun to watch this one i almost watched a ring cave in on itself because it had like 40 people into a ring and you can watch the whole entire ring buckle in the middle of it which was kind of cool so until everyone gets hurt um i took my daughter to the show yeah so this is my first time it's her first time um ever seeing a wrestling show live uh we got but she meet. likes it on she likes it on she, yeah she watches it with me so yeah so she is a fan of it yeah yeah and she she knows more about wrestling than most probably kids her age. She got to meet all the wrestlers, which she really dug. They had this little, I think her mo- name was Smiley, Smiley Jamie or something like that. She came out to Pokemon music. She wears a Pikachu wrestling gear, and she has a lightning bolt tattooed on her back that comes right out of her gear, so it looks like Pikachu's tail. <laughs> when you say gear, do you mean like her butt, or is that you're just using her gear? gear? I thought you were talking about that's just her like wrestling a, gear. Oh, I think yeah, you yeah. just meant like coming out of her butt. No, out of her wrestling okay. gear. Out of her gear. That's what I call a butt. <laughs> you know, it's just coming right out the old gear. No, no, no. Um, the rear gear. The and rear gear. There was another guy. His name is Buku Dao. 
Um, he's from the Lower Ninth Ward of Asia. I think that's what they say, the Lower Ninth Ward of Asia. Uh, he's from New Orleans. But he's got a full Pokemon outfit that he comes out to, too. So she really dug that because she's really into Pokemon. Uh, the wrestling event's cool now. I like y'all to go, hopefully, to one of these X-rated shows. Was this. And plus, it's, you know, getting meet. There's people that are at these wrestling events that actually listen to the podcast. So every once in a while, they come up to us. So. Oh, nice. yeah, I'm going to get hit then. Like, you're the guy that doesn't like, <laughs> like wrestling, wrestling at all. <laughs> They're going to check you in the ring and then pass you around. It's not fake! It's not fake! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting hammered. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of that, like, uh, you know, uh, some of these guys that are on these wrestling events come to the house to do the uh, podcast, the wrestling podcast. Was So we had Danny Flamingo. Uh, we're about to have this other two tag team guys on here. And it really kind of put it in perspective when I saw them last night because the, they're giant. Like, combined weight, wrestling weight. So they they probably weigh, like, 50 pounds less than this. But they're when they come out, <laughs> they go uh, at the combined weight of 600 pounds. So they're, you know, billing them as 300 pounds a piece. We're going to be sitting right there. And I'm like picturing them in the comic book room. Like, how are they going to fit? <laughs> this <laughs> chair, this chair, this hydraulic chair sinks when I sit on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and these are just big, massive human beings. I just don't know how it's going to happen. Stack some cinder blocks. That'll, that'll <laughs> that might up. be what happens. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully go listen to Nerds of the Square Circle. That's the other podcast. And Future Flicks with Billiam. That's our other family That's member other other, other 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 family member that does movie reviews great <clears throat> show actually yeah i love that show yeah that one if, if you have any idea any like what should i check out in the movie theater he'll help you out with that and right now is a great time for that actually yeah summer blockbuster is coming up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i want to kind of start a new segment here um where we're uh we're big giant fans of just podcasting in general and i want to kind of feature a podcast in every issue of the podcast that we do just some ones i find online or people i've talked to online that i've listened to their podcast and kind of dig um so this week we want to talk about millennial projections and they do uh movie reviews from the standpoint of a millennial from movies that came out in 2000 and under see that that's funny how they how they say it like a millennial watching a movie from 2000 or before because that's my bread and butter is <laughs> before 2000 <laughs> it's everything we watch well yeah. okay so i'm you know I'm, I'm turning 33 this month and every time i think about like high school i'm like that was just 10 years ago no <laughs> it's, it's it's coming up on 20, 20. Yeah. yeah it's just it's scary but when they when they talk about this and you know they recently did space jam mm-hmm. that was one of the things that i saw and they, uh, the last one, I, I didn't listen to the Space Jam issue episode yet. They did uh, Goonies. Yeah, see, so. but Goonies, okay, that one, that one's underst- understandable. I've been introducing my girlfriend to 80s movies as well. I think I think to see those 80s movies, is it's awesome. Because that's really when movies really became very popular for me. Right. And I think for a lot of All people. All of us. Kinda, yeah. It kind of introduced a blockbuster type thing. Before that, in the 70s and things, they didn't really have like a blockbuster thing this is really when they start developing that thing in the 90s and you know that we'll go go into that during our summer blockbuster nerd talk but space jam is pretty recent you know <laughs> i've seen it i've seen it in theaters you say recent it, it came out in what year like 96 yeah think, but what i'm saying is i saw it in theaters that's 20 I re- years ago <laughs> i'm just saying it feels recent to me because like when they say oh we're watching old movies i'm like crap that's not that old to me <laughs> So anyway, go check out their podcast. I'll have a link to all their social media and their iTunes page on the show notes page on someonenary.com. And before we go into the news, we actually have a promo to play for them. So we're going to go ahead and play their promo and we're going to come back with the news. 
No, what are you what are you doing? Turn that off. What? I said turn that off! Well, I just thought for like atmosphere, you know? No, it's loud. Whatever, fine. Anyways, I'm Brayden. And I'm Riley. And we're from Millennial Projection. Have you ever wanted to hear millennials talk about their entitled opinions? Oh god, no. I don't listen to half of what we say. Well then, you're in luck, because we're a movie review podcast that watches movies from before the year 2000. And we judge them by today's standards of movies with decades worth of film development. Well, Ashley, when you put it that way, it doesn't really seem fair. Ah, all's fair in love and bad movies. And don't forget, we also talk about movie news and movie trailers. Yeah, that's right. Each week we cover those. And in case you couldn't tell, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So if you're looking for a lighthearted movie review podcast, check us out on any podcast service, find us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Mill Projection, and check out our new website, MillennialProjection.com, to find all of our episodes. Are you sure you spelled it right this time? Positive. Two L's and two N's. Is there two G's in projection? Are you honestly that dumb? And cut! DOOM! So, uh, this is a heavy Marvel news, as it usually is. Every time I listen to the news section of us, we talk about Marvel stuff a lot. But there's a lot of Marvel stuff going on in nerd the nerd universe right now. Always is, really. Well, much like they're just riding the waves of what's popular, and since the movies are just dominating every time they're in theater, why not take over television as well? Yeah. DC's already doing it quite a bit with television. You know, they have a DC show on almost every channel. And Marvel, you know, with ABC, Disney owning ABC, that's one of the few channels that actually has a Marvel, can guarantee a Marvel lineup without any kind of issues, except FX, X, or FX with whatever's going on with Legion. Fox and, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they got that, but I'm sure there was some giving some properties back to Disney. I think Disney. that's what happened. I don't think we've heard about everything yet. Because there's even an X-Men TV show supposed to be called, and a New Mutant. Or New Mutants might be a, a movie, I'm not sure. Are those going to be the mutants from Logan? I haven't seen Logan. Anyway. All right, dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Critter's making you move along because he doesn't want to spoil anything. Yeah. <clears throat> See that? He's anti-spoiler. <laughs> totally anti-spoiler. So anyway, um, we've seen a small teaser, and we've seen an image of the Inhumans. That's all we got going on right now. Uh, this is going to be an IMAX-sponsored uh, TV show that's going to be coming on ABC. I think the first ep- three episodes are putting into a movie, and you can go watch it at the IMAX theater. What do you think about the way they look? I, I think he doesn't initial... have any antenna, and he doesn't have wings. Nope. Um, the the costume besides the lack of antenna, which is kind of on the nose, by the way, for his superpower, <laughs> which he's supposed to be what an ancient race type of thing. Yeah, it just seems kind of weird as a as that's the thing. But uh, they capture a lot of the other things on it. Yeah, it's missing the antenna and the and the wings. But who knows? Maybe we'll that, see that during that the looks show. Looks like Black Bolt's outfit. It now. does. It really it does. does. Medusa looks like given uh, this whole entire picture a lot of crap online. But to me. It looks exactly how Marvel would design their outfits. Yeah. Medusa looks like Medusa. Crystal has the black line in her hair that never made any sense in the comic book, but it's there. Kragan, the guy that, like... Can see how to... The weakness how, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only guy that's... Uh, Gargon, I think's his name. The guy that has the hooves in the comic book. He doesn't uh-huh. have the hooves here. He doesn't have the horns on his head. Well, we don't, we don't know how the show is going to develop if they're going to bring that look out in the future. Um, the guy that's missing from this picture is the fish guy. Yeah. And the uh, Lockjaw. But Lockjaw, they said, is going to be in it. Lockjaw has to be in it, because yeah. he's always in everything with Inhumans. 
and uh, apparently he's going to be completely CGI. Oh, I'm, that makes sense. I'm kind of. I don't know if this is going to be good or bad yet. If they, I don't know if it follows the same kind of thing as uh, like Agents Shield, of Shield, uh, it'll be good. Have good episodes and completely. It's terrible it's ones really kind of campy. Yeah, you know, it's campy. It's entertaining at times, but I kind of outgrew Agents of Shield to be honest with you after Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's everybody, and they just got renewed for uh, a fifth season. Well, too. there are people who still watch it because you watch it because it's oh, it's connected, so it just it just falls in line with everything. So you just kind of watch it on principle. Yeah, but but after the... Ghostbusters, I mean, uh, Ghost Rider, I really fell off of it. Yeah, and and really, the only person I still like on there is Coulson. Yeah, everyone else, I'm just kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Inhumans, um, I think it comes out at the end of this year, so it's pretty soon. We've had some like uh, leaks. Medusa has her head shaved at one time or another in the show. Art or CGI, CGI in it back in. If Black Bolt talk in this series, oh, that's it's failed to me. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. So I don't know what really in the direction they're going in any of that. Maybe we'll he could, maybe he could maybe he could whisper to clear the rabble from in front of you know from before him or like if there's a. Um, a force that just nobody's going to be able to defeat and, you know, an insurmountable force, and then he speaks at it, and I will accept that. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want but, that to happen. Well, here's here's my question. What if he coughs, you know? He'll kill somebody. <laughs> he just coughs. He's just like, Lord help this person. Lord help everyone if he gets a cold. That's so cool. That's actually <laughs> the level of discipline. That is. It's part of the level of discipline that he has. Is he You can't, can't hold cough, in a sneeze. Can't you sneeze. ever try to hold in a sneeze? It's awful. Yeah, he's that, he's that disciplined. No. I put my finger you got, up You guys really nose. ruined my joke part of that. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> so anyway, it's a, a Marvel TV show. I'm all about it. Legion was really good if you haven't seen Legion I, yet. It, it picked up. Yeah. It picked up. It was weird and confusing in the beginning it is uh ended up i haven't finished it i think i have two more episodes left oh i finished yeah, it. Okay. It, it it ended pretty well okay. I, it was kind of cool i mean you like a a lot of the characters right but the storyline just because it's complicated doesn't mean it's good good yeah you know or deep you know i think a lot of people kind of looked at it as this deep highly intellectual type of show and it's just complicated and it doesn't mean that it's good it's just random things they put dance numbers in there they put songs they just do a lot of random things that you're like yeah okay whatever i mean they went real artsy with it yeah they did it pulls you out of the show nah. it pulls you out of the experience i think i know i think they're trying to explain what's going on with in his head yeah david being really as schizophrenic one of the most powerful mutants that's schizophrenic so imagine that if the joker had you're superman's not, um... powers <laughs> You're not familiar with Legion in the comic book? I'm familiar with Legion in the comic and how he's responsible for a lot of trouble. <laughs> the Age of Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. It's all because of Harold. You know. Yeah. Universe-ending things. All so, right. it, it was good. Sticking on the Marvel TV news, uh, Cloak and Dagger trailer came out. I I didn't know it was Cloak and Dagger until, well, the last couple Two seconds. seconds? <laughs> yeah. De- definitely has like that teen drama feel to it it seems like something to be on a wb cw whatever it's called now i don't know man i like the cw shows yeah, i know you do you, you preach about them all the time but I'll give oh, them old, a chance old cw okay old yeah, C- yeah. yeah i'll give you that like party of five or some 
thing or like even that. smallville type thing yeah there you go it definitely has that feel to it um art the archie show isn't that on there yeah this looks exactly the okay. same yeah <laughs> so and i don't know how they how they turned archie so dark yeah it really i, I haven't watched either. an episode i mean yet, but everything I trailer everything looks like there's some kind of murder thing going on it's archie have you ever read a comic from archie Nothing bad ever happens to those people. The Punisher. The Punisher, but he, remember how he was drawn in the Archie style? Yeah, he was, it was like, smiling. <laughs> you couldn't take him seriously. But yeah, okay, Punisher, do something. So, uh, Cloak and Dagger, uh, the trailer, you, you, you watch it, and it's uh, like a minute and a half. And I don't think they... It's just like, it's like a Romeo and Juliet type story until like a minute in until they touch hands. Uh, they... I, don't, I don't know if it's a Romeo and Juliet type story. Yeah, I think that's. I don't exactly think there's like a, a kind of forbidden love thing. Yeah, uh, it's it seemed more like they were just two troubled teens. Maybe a West Side Story then. Well, that's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I think it's. I think it's really just supposed to. It's a representation of two completely different types of walks of life. Yeah, she actually she's walks a, over robo tracks to go to his house. So she's it's the a ballerina. Who, yeah, and he's portrayed as being in a fight and getting in trouble, trouble. and being shot at. Right, right, right. So. Two individuals that established a connection when they were young. Because and it looks like a saving of the she should have drowned and he, she was saved by him. Right. And then they find each other later and they reconnect. As in they didn't know they had met each other previously. So let's go with what we see as possibly the origin story for this Cloak and Dagger. The Cloak and Dagger in the comic books were <laughs> two people, and if I'm remembering correctly, I didn't like do research on it, um, that really loved drugs get high at one time or another almost overdose which lets the the darkness of uh the dark universe into their bodies that what a horrible <laughs> message to children do drugs do get drugs. superpowers, superpowers. So I, I mean think... like all right load me up a needle let's get this going <laughs> We're all i'd like some superpowers that the new origin story would be a better an improvement on the existing i don't know like, i don't know i kind of want to see people just no i'm just joking now this is this is a good story especially with the market they're going towards this is proof that marvel is trying to touch every genre and grab every single kind of audience they can well was this show they can grab those pre-teens to teens and what what's this what's this coming out on um this is on i don't know the free form network what is that? Is that? It must be like an app, like maybe Hulu type thing. It might be because yeah. who like Marvel expanded into Hulu because they're what releasing the Runaways, which seems like another type of yeah. teen yeah, show. Yeah. So yeah, I think they and are. The trying... Runaways just started casting, and some of the casting on it has been great. I mean, they look just like some of the characters. Yeah, the, the I saw the the first picture that they released of some of the cast. Looks good. Yeah, I mean, it may be a little too young for me to watch. Oh, the Runaways was, it was weird because I mean, it was the kids of supervillains. That didn't want to be supervillains, but they are being raised as supervillains, so they run away from their parents. Uh, so they're on the run from their parents, which are all supervillains. And it's just them trying to take care of each other, trying to get stay away from their parents. Because some of their parents just want to kill them. Like, well, you ran away from us, and we're, we're going to murder you. I don't know if they're going to go down that route, obviously. Um, but that's what they are. They're the kids of supervillains that don't want to be supervillains. You can bet there's going to be one or two kids in that group that are on the lamb from their parents because yeah, their yeah. life's in danger. I mean, there's like a 10-year-old in this show well, in the comic book that has like super strength. Like she's stronger than the Hulk, but she's really, really tiny. So it's kind of cool. So the carriage is really cool. The comic book I never really got into, but uh, I've read a few of them. I know about them. No one's stronger than the Hulk. 
Yeah, I knew there's that. no the ending the to his strength. The angrier he gets, the more powerful he gets. Kind of like our friend Danger over here. Hulk is strongest there is. Um, there there are uh, theories that fly Galactus? in the face of that though. Huh? Galactus. There are theories that fly in the face of that though. That he's restricted because an individual can only be so angry. Okay, whatever. Threshold, Freud. Thresholds of anger hold the Hulk back. <laughs> okay. So the other trailer that got released was uh, The Defenders. That looks awesome. I'm so hyped. Yeah, I'm super pumped for this. This is coming out really soon, too. So this is uh, September, I think this comes out. Uh, so we've seen the first trailer where it has all four I, of the I really guys. like that Netflix spaces them out, but not too long. Too long, yeah. You know, it's, it's great. Now that they have all these other shows coming on, I know Danger has some, some things to say about some of them. But overall, I've enjoyed every one of them. Yeah, uh, and what are... Last episode, I think we did um, Iron Fist. Iron Fist re- yeah, uh, we reviewed Iron Fist. I, I, again, since I recorded that episode, I've watched the show over again. It got better um, watching it the second or third time. It's still not perfect. Luke Cage and Iron Fist, to me, is they could have both been better. Mm-hmm. Well, and what I what I do like about every series that uh, Netflix has run of, of these Marvel characters, the, the hallway fight scenes. You know, Daredevil set that standard of just an awesome brutal fight and everyone since then including in this trailer they show the the hallway fight scene which is cool but it makes you kind of wonder is it did they show too much by showing that yeah because Electra's walking behind them like yeah they don't even it it doesn't or maybe there's she's sneaking up on them they don't notice i don't know she's kind of like following them because there's other scenes that inside this trailer where they're fighting in the same hallway Electra's fighting iron fist Mm -hmm. so i don't know what's going on and i like this trailer because nothing was given away other than these people are all just kind of finding each other and nirvana's come as you are you know i have a problem with you don't like nirvana i like nirvana okay that's my problem oh it's Uh, the gritty dark version of nirvana no no ken has a huge problem with and every every time they do that he's dead (laughs) right if he knew his music was being used in a trailer he would flip his so that bothers me it's the same. I don't like hearing Beatles and uh, Elvis Presley songs in advertisements. Both of those guys are, you know, they're all dead. So you didn't like come together on the Justice League trailer? I kind of like that. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Not all the Beatles are dead. They're it's not. The, what, one, it's not right? the Beatles though. It's not the Beatles anymore. It was Paul McCartney. Isn't he the only one still alive? <laughs> no. Yeah. Ringo Starr is dead. Um... Ringo's not dead. Is Ringo dead? Nobody cares about Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was dead. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I don't like that. Uh, anyway, so this trailer's really good. I do like it. I'm Anna Ripley's in this. You know what? She plays an awesome bad guy, so I'm I'm excited to see her. She's just great. Yeah, and she can play that uh, whole uh, I'm really scary she, thing. Like, yeah, she's, she like Cabin in the to, Woods. Yeah. Very calm, but off uh, Terrifying, yeah. I have no idea who she's going to be in this show, no. but just seeing her, I know that she's going to smash it. She's the first female that was like, a powerful role that I ever saw. Who do you think she's an playing? alien? I don't know. There, there were some theories that were going all, uh, around online. I forgot what they were. Um, Mephisto is one of the ones I heard. Yeah, that was one. Um, That's I don't a pretty know. good one. I don't know. We'll just see. I wanted to play somebody. I don't want her to be like, oh, I was the real leader of the hand the whole entire time. <laughs> no, I don't want that to happen. You mean the hand that was really kind of scary in Daredevil, and then this super happy-go-lucky hand from Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. <laughs> They're like the Disney version of hand. We are here to help people in really bad ways, because that's basically what happened in Iron Fist. 
No, I don't want that. I don't want it to be that. I wanted her to be Mephisto or something along those lines where she's just kind of pull strings just to create chaos. I think that's a cool thing to do. And plus, I want this to really start setting up uh, Luke and Danny's relationship. Yeah, we all know you're, you, you're waiting for that. That needs to happen. But One... you know you're going to have a lot of issues with the Luke Cage, Danny, Rand thing about who they hook up with. Oh, I've already they... had problems I, with I, it. I know, I know. And I know it's killing you just watching the trailer a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because he's back in bed with Night Nurse. And she, I know, I she, know. He should be with uh, Jessica Jones. It's it's all messed up. I, I know, buddy. <laughs> I know, it's okay. And Misty Knight's way too old to date Danny now. Like, I don't I don't know where that's going to go. Maybe maybe he likes older women. Yeah, but she he's she's already slept with Luke Cage, so that's going to make it awkward between two best friends. No, they're Eskimo brothers now. <laughs> this... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your boy Luke Cage gets rocked in the trailer, dude. Which was kind of cool, because that's definitely the hardest he's ever been punched. It looked like it. So I'm I'm wondering where all that goes. So I was talking about the. I don't think it ever made it into the last the Iron Fist episode, but uh, I really like Night Nurse. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of sick of seeing her being the tie between all the. I think it's nice that they use a character that isn't huge. That's fine, but I don't want her to always be the central thing. Like in Iron Fist, they they really put her in there. And uh, that's because Luke they Cage, need they, re- they needed somebody. They to needed carry a, a, like that. a seasoned actor in those. Yeah, I, I don't want. I don't didn't just call it the Night Nurse show and let it follow her and then the other thing. Other characters rotate in and out. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't need that her to be the constant all the time. I don't feel like she needed to be a part of any of the action scenes. You know, she went she to didn't... China with Iron Fist. Yeah, so... she didn't need to yes, be there. It's been over. Her character has yeah. been overused, but I like how she's the the link. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't hate it. I just don't. I don't feel like I need to see her all the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So moving right along. Um. Now this is. I'm kind of excited about this one. What do you guys think about Josh Brolin as Cable? Man, talk about news that just came out of nowhere. Nowhere. It just and it seems weird. They got Thanos. Yeah. It had. It has to be this on the the standpoint of like I'm Thanos. You're never really gonna see me. Like it, no, like, and his C, wh- whoever did a CG, it's clearly him. Yeah, but it, but it's him. But it's it's CG work. So it, it's not like Josh Brolin is walking around. Like, it's going to be with Cable. So he can do both the things where it's not really going to be a giant conflict. Well, I, I'm looking at it more of a contract thing. I mean, how is how is Disney, who is a stickler for contract things like this, mm. for him to go to a competing company playing in the same universe? Well, I'm doing air quotes. They're not in the same universe, obviously. Unless Disney and Fox are really starting to work together now. Well, Fox... Because there's rumors about the, all that right now because there's something that happens in the Guardians, which I haven't seen yet. That is clearly a Fox property. Okay. Well, I haven't seen yet either, yeah. so let's 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 dodge that for now. Spoiler. <laughs> but um, with Fox kind of found their own footing with Deadpool and you know Logan footing. Let's go. They they found how to put one foot down. Let's not say they put well, both no because then up. they put Logan in there. You got to watch it, man. Yet. It got good reviews. People liked it, and it followed that same kind of premise of Deadpool of screw it, we're going R eight. We're going hard R right. with this. And that gamble going from a PG-13 safe movie for audiences to like, we're going to make our money back has made more money with these two movies than any of the other PG-13 movies that they've made. And they're good. And then they did X-Men Apocalypse. Well, mm. the thing was, they followed mm. they followed mm. that classic PG-13 format. Right. Now they're like, let's just do whatever. You know, they're relying more on the writing and directing of movies versus special effects and popcorn. 
they're they're just like screw it we're gonna we're just gonna do it our way now and now deadpool got moved to a summer blockbuster movie which is good it is good so that means bigger budget but that also makes it kind of scary so him i like him oh he's a good he's a, this is probably the best actor that of all the rumored actors that were doing it they definitely snagged like okay he's an actor he's like, got he's Steven. got grit yeah the way that cable should have grit well and he's he has charm and he's funny he can play funny roles. His comedic timing in movies is fine. Yeah, he's got yeah he's got the size, so he's bigger than like the Stephen Lang guy from Avatar. Um, he's got the age. I mean, Nate, and he he looks he can look like Cable pretty easily. So uh, storyline here is really what's going to pay play the biggest thing. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do as Deadpool. I I don't know yeah. either. And honestly, I'm not too worried. We'll see what happens. I, I'm not super worried about it. I'm still not sold on Fox x-men movies it's gonna take a few for them to, to bring me back into the fold i went and go see deadpool and that was the first movie i've seen in theater since x-men 3 because they suck all of them mm-hmm. and what'd you think deadpool no yeah. deadpool's amazing yeah, so see? yeah i mean that's easy i haven't seen logan yet no but i've been told by people that know me that i'm not gonna like logan so i don't know check it out first i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it. i have to watch it. it's a wolverine movie i've seen wolverine origins so can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, it was only uphill from there, man. The film, Logan, it was the right amount of hopeless and the right amount of hopeful. Is the Hulk in it? You know the answer to that. Is Spider-Man? Is his Doom Buggy or Hawkeye, a blind Hawkeye? You know the answers to all of that. I do. I just I just want to put that out there because the, sh- the movie would be a whole lot better if it was Old Man Logan. So. Well, then they need Red Skull. They need Captain yeah, America's shield at least. Yeah, let's you do know all what? that. Why don't, why don't you just watch the film as though it were an alternate reality in another universe? Like it's That's, a, what, that's what I do with all the X-Men movies because hopefully one day that Marvel gets the rights back, they'll just be like, oh yeah, all that X-Men stuff that happened before, none of that happened because they sucked. And we're going to cast them out that actually looks like Wolverine. Or they could refer to them, you know, like some... I don't want to see a 5'3 guy running around trying to kill people. If a 5'3 <laughs> guy doesn't happen, then there's never no been No one's going to care about that character, dude. It's going to be Wolverine. No you have gonna... to care about him. No one will you care. You would care about him. Well, as a nerd, yes, but nope. There's lots of us out there now. Yeah, well... We'll see. But now, now a lot of people like Wolverine because of Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah, because he's, he's seven foot tall. So <laughs> They're not going to realize, like, why is Wolverine so small? <laughs> why is he a midget? <laughs> I mean, that is small. You forget how small he actually is. 5'3", 300 I mean, pounds. He's he's smaller than most women. <laughs> <laughs> so, Star Wars Last Jedi? It released a teaser. Uh-huh. What do y'all think? And I'm sure everybody's seen this by now. If y'all haven't seen it, go to somewhenerd.com. We posted it up there when the trailer came out. So it, it looks like a Star Wars movie. I mean, that's that's it. That, I mean, they it's a it's a trailer didn't really show anything. They didn't. So I mean, it was a teaser to the point where they just show things from the last one, and that's about it. Yeah, this is a and they had a, a voiceover a little bit of Mark Hamill doing yeah. a little bit of talking. This is from the tra- the director. This director didn't even want to release a trailer. Like, he's like, I don't want to release anything. Well, that's just dumb. No, it's not. It's, people are going to go see Star Wars no matter what. You don't, have to, you don't have to put a trailer out. Well, so I think but how is he going to sway people like Danger over here? Oh, yeah, yeah you are. How is he going to do that? Um, this, Did you not like this trailer? This trailer actually was good for me. This trailer was good. I think the last time that we talked about Star Wars, we were like, Jedi are practically the bad guys. You know, like a Jerry Seinfeld moment where we're like, what's with the Jedi? But you hear... Mark Hamill, you hear him, he's played over the trailer, you hear him say, just breathe, focus, what do you see? 
and then Ray starts talking about seeing the light, seeing the dark, and then something that's never been spoken of before, which is the balance. So we're going to be introduced to the concept of a gray Jedi. Luke Skywalker says himself that the Jedi need to end. And, you know, one side fighting the other is an endless battle because both are going to exist all the time. So maybe this pulls me back. Maybe the new concept will pull me in. And this is kind of the expanding universe, too, because uh, when Luke starts the Jedi Temple over again, he, like, pretty much abolishes all the rules of the Jedi, like, uh, for attachment, marriage, stuff like that, because he's like, all, everything the Jedi do caused what my dad became. So he, he tries not to do that again. So I don't know if they're going to follow a lot of that storyline, because now he's done failed with Kylo Ren raising him, so maybe he is looking at it a different way now. So the first trilogy... And by first, I mean episodes one through three. Let's yeah. talk about it chronologically here in their in their little universe. Uh, that was the triumph of the dark side. So it was a mm-hmm. it was a showcase of the dark side's power. And then the a new hope through revenge of the return of the Jedi. Uh, that's all the triumph of the light, and and then just disappearing altogether. So we begin this new trilogy, uh, completely fresh where nobody's really been trained in the arts of either side, because Kylo Ren hasn't exactly been trained. Dark side or light side, yeah. Yeah, like, and then none of the Knights of, what, what were Ren. they called? Knights of Ren. None of the Knights of Ren were trained as Jedi, per se, because Luke Skywalker obviously didn't train them well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They got wrecked by Kylo Ren, who got wrecked by somebody that had never touched a lightsaber before. So it's, uh, it'll be interesting. He, he was shot. He, he was a, shot. He that was wound. kind of the. That was the re- That was the equalizer there. He was hurt. Okay, I'm just saying. Just throw that. I do. I do understand what you mean. Throw that lightsaber out there and run her through, and it'll be fine. You will win the fight. But he never did anything like that. Uh, this new this new movie is going to be both of them getting their training in. I'm interested to see where it goes. It's Star Wars, so like to me, it, any new Star Wars, I'm not going to hate on. I, I, I'm. I'm pumped for it as, as usual. Oh yeah, I mean, who's not gonna go see it, really? Yeah, these movies are gonna c- continue to make so much money and just build and build and build. They even announced that uh, episode uh, nine, they're changing it from December to May, so it's gonna be May 25th. So, which is kind of weird. I thought they were just gonna own that December. Maybe they're trying to own slot. summer blockbuster yeah. too. What they already do is the Marvel movies. Now, why? So. The, maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It seems it, why would odd. you want to compete with yourself? So unless they're going to move some of the uh, Marvel movies around. Possibly. That could be around the Avengers Affinity time. So, so yeah, Star Wars. Which we just had Star Wars Day, too. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Thanks. Made a fourth be with you. <laughs> All right, last little bit of news we're going to talk about is the Dark Tower trailer, which is the Stephen King novel that became a Marvel comic book. I think Marvel did the comic book at one time or another. I read the first six uh, issues of the Marvel comic book. That's the only thing I know about Dark Tower. Other than everything that happens in this trailer is not Dark Tower at all, but it looks really good. Uh, well, with Idris Elba, awesome. Yeah, I, you put him in anything, I'll I'll watch it. Yeah, he's awesome. And then it's Ma- Matthew McConaughey, which I will also watch in pretty much anything. And Matthew McConaughey playing a bad guy. I don't think I've ever seen that, so that'll be interesting. I mean, he's played um... what kind of a jerk in a was it? I'm trying to think of Days something. and Confused. All right, oh, all right, all yeah, right. But I'm not... here to take over the world. <laughs> yeah, but not a bad guy now. So the, he's playing the man in black, the man in black in this one and uh 
Alba's playing the gunslinger. Uh, gunslinger. Which, the gunslinging stuff looks awesome. Yeah, it's got that, I don't want to compare it to it, but uh, almost that want it feel to it, which I don't want it to go down. It it does, it, did. it didn't have that to me, no. It did. It did. It, it, it's that weird gunplay kind of stuff that was in want it. And one, it was a complete waste of a movie because the looks way better on that. But this does look good. I, I am digging this a lot. Uh, I don't understand the tie to the kid because the kid thing is not uh, in the comic book. Well, I, did you ever read the actual novels? Yeah, yeah. And the co- the comic books is exactly like the novels from what I hear. Uh, I want to. I own them. I just never read them yet. I read, read most of the Stephen King books, but this is one I haven't. Well, let's go back to say, never read a book before seeing the movie. You, that's your rule. That's not everybody that, else's rule. That is. A, it, well, let me tell you something. As soon as you do it, you walk in there, you mm, well, in the book. I don't do that anyway. Yeah, so. Yes, you, you do it with I comic books. You, you do it with comic books <laughs> on the show just, I just now. I just don't understand why they have the kid as the you, tie you that did you follow it with the defenders. audience. You're like, oh, in the comic book, Missy <laughs> Give me that crap. I don't okay. do that. Okay, I do do that. About Everyone comic does. Books, though. But the, no, it's it's the book in general. I mean, it just happens. Yeah. And if you want to enjoy both, read the book after. Because you can like the movie, but then when you read the book, the book is going to be better. And you're going to be like, man, that was really cool. I did like the movie. So better. you're just going to do the opposite thing then. You won't like the movie if you read the book first because you have it on a pedestal. What if you like the movie a lot and then you go read the book and be like, oh, the movie was way better. No one's ever said that. Yeah, it that, could happen. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> the only thing close to that would probably be uh, Twilight, because the books are Drek. <laughs> the movies are, too. I, I've never seen a movie. I've never read a book. Well, I read part of the book because it was about vampires, and then I just realized this is the worst thing I have ever <laughs> read in my entire life. <laughs> and I've read short stories. I took a creative uh, writing class in college, and that was some terrible stuff, too. <laughs> and that stuff was way better than Twilight. So, anyway... I, the trailer looks cool. I'm interested to see I want to see it. I mean, it look, visually, it looks awesome. It's going to be well acted, obviously. The story looks there. It's cool. It's different from what the books are, but it, it's fine. I like it a lot. And this is going to be hit some mainstream audience, too. And it's Stephen King. So, it's, I mean, got a, it's got a lot of references around to other other novels from Stephen King. Well, mm-hmm. Dark Tower has been in the, the making for a decade. Yeah, this has been It's been trying to get made for time. even longer than that. I mean, what was it? It was... um. Ron Howard was supposed to be doing it originally, yeah, I think so. and he wanted to do a movie, television series between the next movie. Yeah, he wanted to do a trilogy, but do television series in between the movies. Which would have been together. cool. It would have been really cool. It, it's high budget thing. Yeah, that's high, and it's a lot of risk. That even if you finish that series of movies, they don't make money and all this other stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can see the the risk in that. Oh yeah. man! So April Fools came around, and just out of nowhere. Rick and Morty season three episode one comes out unexpected. <laughs> Took over time slots that people did not need to. be I miss Samurai Jack because of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I feel it was worth it. You can well, go. Nate Fillion was in that episode. You he can... was the bug guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go find Samurai Jack to watch again later. But I'm just glad that the the <laughs> that the drought is over and I finally got a little bit more. When was Rick the last time since life. Rick and Morty? About a year and a half. Is it a year and a half? Two years? Right? Yeah. I love Rick and Morty. That show, I love that show more than I should. You know, I'm watching it and it's like, it's way smarter than it. It really just seems on the surface too. Yeah, it's emotionally manipulative. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> but I'm glad it's back. I'm glad we're going to eventually, I guess we're going to get new episodes of more than this this one episode. Heck yeah. Without Jerry. <laughs> 
two quick little pieces yeah. of news. Um, this is from the DC universe, which I guess we got to balance it out. I guess riddled with problems, as everyone knows. But Wonder Woman early screenings apparently critics are giving it high praise. Now, I don't know how true those ratings are. It could be a very much like the Ghostbuster thing. However, I think I like the casting in this. Uh, the graphics in the trailer look awesome. The fight scenes look pretty cool. I'm hopeful. So I think I, 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 I'm inclined to agree with these critics knowing nothing else. Yeah, the trailers, just to me, you know, the problems I have, it seems like there's going to be a lot going on in this movie. Like time period, storylines, all that sort of stuff. It looks like they're introducing a lot of characters again, which has been DC's D- problem. DC's problem, yeah. I think this is all going to be well acted. They have some really great actors and actresses in it. Storyline is going to be... Yeah, you know, we'll see where it goes. goes. Keeping with that, um, introducing a lot of characters, Aquaman is still casting more and more people. And need to start a filming. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't even know if they're done casting everything. No, they I think they... keep putting people in... With, they got a couple people. They casted Black Manta a little while ago. Um, a couple other people. I, I kind of uh, forget. Boba Fett. Uh, Jango Fett, the guy... Uh, that plays Django Fett. I can't think of his name. The Samoan guy. Yeah, so Nicole Kitman's in this movie. Amber Heard. Patrick Wilson, which actually played uh, Night Owl. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, Night Owl in The Watchmen. He's playing Ocean Master. Uh, William Defoe. So, I mean, it's got a good cast. This movie still has the possibility... Of being overcast again? Yeah, it... it it's going to be a lot of people because I think this is going to be more of a power struggle movie. Mm-hmm. So Aquaman trying to take over the throne or his throne is trying to get taken away from him. Possibly is I think the storyline they're going to go. Uh, this is still a, a DC movie at the end of the day. So I'm still <laughs> kind of worried about it. But at the same time, um, as the resident Aquaman fan in my life, um, really loves Aquaman, told me is it might be since this is the, literally the only other movie dc is working on right now they're putting a lot of eggs in this basket they are either going to really hypercritical of everything that james wan's doing with this movie or they're kind of leaving it wrong because they're really hoping it this movie needs to make money mm-hmm. it needs and, to be good well james wan's a good director yeah he's he makes good movies even he makes good independent movies and he makes good blockbuster movies right i mean he's done a fast and furious movie and let's face it, Fast and Furious, not overly complicated, deep movies, I love but they're movies. fun. Yeah. They're fun, and if you say you don't like them, Danger, I swear to God, you're wrong. Oh, Dolph Lundgren's in this, too. Ah. I forgot about that. What were you, you were making a face. Yeah, you were about, about to say it? something really smart. Fast I and tell. Furious, more like flat and... Oh, good God. <laughs> well, again, these aren't movies that are... like These aren't deep movies. I mean, I just, yeah, they're, they're fast made... cars and fun. Scenes. It's yeah. It's a lot of fun and over the top, and they they made peace with that, and it keeps making money. Was it Fate of the Furious hit over a billion dollars international? Yeah. And like really quick. Like and honestly, I bet. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but I know that Suicide Squad hit over a billion, which is but I I have seen every Fast and the Furious movie, and I've liked every Fast and the Furious movie. Not like oh my god, you have to see these movies. They're fun though. They're mm. movies that you should watch because they're fun. But if you miss them, it's not going to ruin your life. <laughs> I agree. And before we go to take a break, and we're going to come back with our summer blockbuster nerd talk, uh, I want to tell you about another podcast called The Earwash Show. They're a podcast that actually reviews and uh, enlightens people about podcasts out there. So it just kind of opens your podcast view to other podcasts you might not have heard about. Uh, we're going to play an ad for them right now. Come right back into uh, Nerd Talk. Be right back. There's a whole bunch of podcasts out there. You're not getting to listen to all of them. Join me, your Uncle Blake, and let me be your podcast Sherpa with the Earwash Show. I'll present a different podcast on each episode for your consideration. If you decide you like it, hey, give it a download. If not, 
Well, I'll try again on the next episode. Besides my favorites and Apple's top picks, I want to hear what your favorites are so we can share them with the rest of the world. So send your favorites to earwashshow at gmail.com. Again, that's earwashshow at gmail.com. And let's get the good word out. Nerds in a squared circle on somewhatnerdy.com. Nerds in a squared circle on somewhatnerdy.com. Nerds in a squared circle on somewhatnerdy.com. Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of somewhatnerdy.com's Nerds in a Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. Someone to read a comms, Nerds in the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall to wall, filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, yeah, the yeah. did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every fucked up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of fucks and garnished with a crown of Shut the fuck up! How the fuck did we get here? Fuck all that a jelly bean. So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And welcome back. On this issue's uh, Nerd Talk, we are going to talk about some of our favorite summer blockbusters from the past, being that it is summer blockbuster season now, officially. Officially. You know, with Gardens of the Galaxy in theaters and just wrecking the box office with adorable baby group. Who has seen Guardians? I haven't seen I it. have. I yeah. haven't. I have every intention of going I'm gonna, soon. By the time you're listening to this, I probably have seen it, because I have to see it this week. Me too. Absolutely. I'm lucky I haven't seen spoilers yet. Yeah, I'm kind of staying off the social media. You have to. Especially Reddit, man. That's yeah, that's a nah, tough nah, one. Yeah, nah, I'm off that. So. Facebook is okay a little bit, but it, you know, once memes start rolling out, you're screwed. You're All screwed right, on so these. So here come the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, Summer Blockbuster to me is like just a really big part of the year where you get those really just not really deep movies, but you get the big action movies, which the are fun kind movies. of our bread and butter. It seems like Disney owns it with Marvel. You know, every year it's the Marvel movies that come out every summer. And you kind of look forward to those. Back in the day, it was kind of the old action movies that came out during the summer that you really just kind of waited for. 
honestly, what when I think about the summer blockbuster movies, I think about all the things that went into it, you know, prepping up to it. I remember one of the first ones, and I'll, I'll lead off with this, one of the first things that I, I, I saw in, in a summer blockbuster was Ghostbusters 2, which came out in June in 1989. I saw it in yeah, theater. I saw that one in theater. And, you know, I was six years old or five years old six years old at the time and uh when it came out you know they had mall tours that's when they were still doing mall tours for things so they had misnos yeah exactly and uh, ghostbusters guys came in ghostbuster cars to the mall brought proton packs laid them out on tables and showed everybody and kids got to rock around take pictures with them danger had no idea what you're talking about it was basically like comic con yeah but in a mall Just for that one movie. See, the first one I ever went to, I don't, I never went to a Ghostbusters one, but they did the He-Man mall tour, and they would show the action figures, and then they would have people show, dressed up as Skeletor and He-Man and some of the other characters walking around that you can go take pictures with. And I have a picture of He-Man, but I don't know where it went, so. I mean, and the soundtrack, I mean, I had the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack, I was super pumped, had Run DMC, Bobby Brown, all kinds of great stuff on that soundtrack. And you would have been into the cartoon by now. Oh, I was heavy into Heavy into it, I mean, yeah. I was into the movie since before I could remember. Remember, yeah. So, I mean, my earliest memories of movies are Ghostbusters, Predator, and then Lost Boys and <laughs> several other terrifying movies. <laughs> you know, just to ruin my childhood. So this was a fun one for me. And I remember going to see it in theater, and Vigo scared the crap out of me. I, I got up, and I just left. I, I started. Got, I got nervous, started walking around. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Five-year-old. My mom had to drag me back down. She's like, it's your favorite characters will you calm down <laughs> just watch it it's just a movie it's not as scary as that pink library ghost and you can deal with that now you can't deal with this little painting guy sit down you little sit down do you like this one or the first one better first one absolutely first one, okay. I mean Ghostbusters 2 I love still yeah. I mean it's not one of these Ugh. no it's not as good as first well one. of course not yeah. but it was good it was had a, a lot of the same humor same things but it was different it's clearly different, and I, I like it for what it is. A lot for what it is. So I agree with that one. That was something I saw in theaters. And we're also going to agree on this one because me and you have talked about this. I think all three of us has talked about this movie like a hundred million times already. Wild so Wild is- West? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one? <laughs> no. That's not you, actually you, a choice. Wild Wild West? I, 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 sounds like it. You've you talked about Wild Wild West a lot. <laughs> You've talked about it enough that I've downloaded the song to play in the podcast. Are you kidding yes, me? I've played it in it twice so far. All right. So, I mean... You don't need to. You don't need to explain this movie, please. (laughs) You've done it several times. (laughs) Wild Wild West needs no introduction, but I really enjoyed that movie as a child. Like as a kid, I loved it. What year did that come out at? I think it was mid nineties, maybe ninety seven. When did Fight Club come out? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, there you go. That's the year. That's the movies it was up against. You were old enough to to know better. better. (laughs) Well, yes. Okay. Okay, fair enough. You weren't really a child. You were in high school. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Fine. Let's just forgo this one. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just drop it. Let's just drop it. Let's move on. So the movie I was talking about (laughs) is... uh, It came out in 1991. So I would have been... Eight, I think, somewhere right around there, and it's Terminator Two. Oh yeah, that's actually on my list. Yeah. I was totally on the time. I knew that. we, I knew we were both gonna pick that. Well, 
well, you're right. That movie was amazing. It was like I remember asking my dad when it came out. It looked awesome. The trailer and all this motion. I, you know, I was like, that looks awesome. Oh, Dad, can I go see that? And my dad goes, No, you cannot see that movie. And right before I threw that tantrum, I, I know I've talked about this yeah. before. He's like, We gotta rent the first one before you see the second one. We did that, and that made me want to see Terminator Two even more. And yeah, it was I've seen awesome. it in theaters uh, back in the day, probably at least ten times. Me too. My poor dad. <laughs> dude took and he took me every time I asked him. I was like, dude, can we go see Terminator Two? Fine. <laughs> like in my head, he didn't sound like that, but I'm sure that's what he was. Fine. But this God. is this is the, the first movie I remember being pretty obsessed with. Like I had to go see this movie over and over and yeah. over again. And there was a dollar movie theater that was right uh, in New Orleans, right up by the UP Long. Mm-hmm. Uh, bridge that was a dollar movie, so it wasn't even that much to go see. We had free time. It's like, what do you want to go do? Let's go watch the movie. <laughs> so let's go watch the movie. Watched it like a hundred times. Yeah, I line mean, line for it, line, I can probably tell you the whole entire line. I, and then when it came out on video, I had yeah, it on I cassette. It I had it on laser disc. I had it on laser disc too. So. I had it on everything. Everything you could get it on, I had it. That was a film that gave me a great sense of fear and foreboding. You were scared of the the T one thousand. Yeah, like you couldn't you couldn't get away from him. I couldn't see myself in reality ever getting away from such a creature. I, I that was the first and only movie I cried in. You know when he's going down in the, in the little oh, Bolton pit. The thumbs I'm up, telling you, dude. Dude, I bawled like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> And I have not cried in a movie since. That's why Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his muscles. I now know why you cry, but it's something I can never do. I'm like, oh, it's right up there with We Are Groot. Oh, God. It's right there. And that was close. That's though. actually another uh, summer blockbuster movie, the yeah. first Guardians movie. That yeah. is something uh, that stands out in my head because it's one of the first times I ever took my daughter to go see a superhero movie. Really? Um, oh, that's a fun one to take. So I mean, I don't, I don't know one. if you can get much better than and that. And she is super in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, now, obviously, she like, named your other daughter. <laughs> yeah, we, she, we, she named her other daughter Nova because of that movie. So that's a cool name. Yeah, yeah real cool. Summer blockbuster movie number two is out now, and they're and they already announced the part three already. Yeah, because the it, second one was good. Yeah, they could say that with James confidence. Gunn's James Gunn's coming back, which I'm glad about. So he can keep on making those movies forever. James Gunn won't. I think he I think, can. I I don't know if James he, Gunn. I think will. he loves it enough that he if they keep offering it to him, he'll keep on doing it. We'll see. James Gunn does a lot of great movies, and I think he might get bored with it. <sighs> No, I don't think so. You, you, if you don't follow him on everything, this is his baby. This is really his baby. Which kind of still, like, I will, I will hark on this day until the day I die. Me and James Gunn were friends on Facebook before he got famous, <laughs> and then he turned his account into a private fan page, and now we're not friends anymore, and it aggravates me. Surprised, I'm surprised you don't write him off. <laughs> his movies are terrible. <laughs> He's a horrible human being. No, but I've been. Fr- his brother is cooler. <laughs> I've been a fan of him whenever he was even doing the trauma stuff way back in the day. I mean, he he wrote the better Scooby Doo movie, uh, the second one, the sequel. Mm-hmm. There was a good Scooby Doo movie. Oh, I said the better. I didn't say the good. The one. second one was tongue in cheek. Actually, yeah. the first one was tongue in cheek. Yeah, they both are. So didn't he write the first one too, though? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think it was only the second one. Huh. It was the first movie he wrote was the second one. Slither. He did Slither. Slither is an amazing throwback to old classic Ooh. horror movies. That it's covered done, everything. It covered everything. It covered aliens, and it monsters. Has filling in it. It has uh, Roker in it. It has so many good actors and actresses in it. That movie's awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah, James Gunn's awesome. So, he can continue to do 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy forever. All right, guys. I got one. Is this your first real one and not counting Wild Wild West? Yeah, no, this Wild is, West, this is number two for you? No, no more jokes. No more jokes. No more jokes like Wild Wild West. We're going to go out. We're going to have to take a helicopter to get there. All right? It's on an island to keep it isolated from the rest of the world. Jurassic Park. So oh, my list too. What? <laughs> I mean, since we're all about the same age, we're going to remember pretty much all the same. Well, no, no, I, I, I have one that'll it'll be a little bit different. But all go right. ahead, go ahead with yours. There was nothing more magical to me than seeing a, a woman dig through a big pile of Triceratops poop to find out what it was sick from. All right. Wow. That was awesome. I like that as that's the scene that sticks out in your head. Like, well, I mean, there were just so many little things like that thrown in there. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to take care of these dinosaurs if you made them, and it just really the immersion into the experience of possibly being ripped apart by Velociraptors. Uh, you know, it just felt it just felt uh. It was the real. uh the tr- the first time I remember. It. I was ten years old when this movie came out. I was really into dinosaurs when I was younger. Find and, me a kid that wasn't yeah, that into wasn't. dinosaurs. Uh, but watching the trailer for the first time and seeing, you know, you gotta remember this is 1993. That that was different. That was different watching dinosaurs walk on your TV and be like, holy crap! They didn't look. How did they? They get didn't a look claymation. Yeah, they Con- didn't look claymation. Convincing animatronics. It was magical. The experience, seeing them on the big screen, it was like being there. Nothing beats that T-Rex roar to this day. Exactly. So that's one I felt like everybody would be able to relate to and enjoy. One of the more recent, but still not recent films that I enjoyed that I don't think will ever go away uh, was Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Okay. That's actually the best with, one out of the old with, ones. So. With Dr. Octopus. You know, that film? That was a good one. It's, it's got before a lot three, of... where it just got completely unwatchable. And it was after the first one, which was the origin story. I liked it. What? The first one. Yeah, the first one's good. It, but it was an origin story. The mm-hmm. second one's really where you didn't have to explain anything. It was just a, a Spider-Man story. It's a piece of art. Yeah. You know, it's got all the moments for all the individuals in just the right way. A lot of a lot of films will stick those heartfelt moments just in awkward places with awkward monologues that don't make any sense. But it was a really fluid, fluid motion through each of the characters that built them or tore them down. And I'll never forget it. I'll never forget seeing it in theaters. What year did that come out? That was I early 2000s. 2002. So. Okay. Somewhere in there. Man, it's been that long since we got a, a good Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, it has been that long. We're about to get some more. Hopefully. I have arguments for Spider-Man 3, but not that will make it great, just that would make it acceptable. I have some arguments for the Amazing Spider-Man series. There's some pros to it, but yeah, there are some problems. I particularly hate the new Amazing Spider-Man series. The kid aggravates me. It's all the kid. Oh, it's not, it's not, not that I have a problem with him, because I like him in other things. The, I just don't like him as Spider-Man. Wait, this one coming up? Right now? No, 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 no. He's perfect. All right. Yeah. Uh, the so Andrew far Garfield that we've guy. seen so far. He, he's he's definitely awesome. Yeah. All right. Since we're kind of on superhero stuff, um, I have one that is not like that. And you guys are going to be like, what the? <laughs> what? How can you even say that? But Spawn. Oh, I had that. I had that on VHS. I did too. Okay. I burnt it up, dude. Dude, you know that movie was bad. All right. So this was, you know, came out in 1997. But... So I was in eighth grade when this came out. I was still into comic books pretty heavily before. Were you reading Spawn? I was reading okay. Spawn. I was reading Spawn for a long time. I've been reading Spawn since like fifth grade. So at that point, that's when it started getting really kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But this was, you know, reintroducing the origin. So, you know, you got a lot of that cool stuff. Filer looked kind of cool from the trailer and things. It 
you know, that I remembered. Now, you have to think about what the graphics yeah, were. Yeah, when it came out. Yeah, yeah, this was the beginning of doing more CG Even stuff. Even when this came out, no, this was... There's some really bad CGI scenes. Right. Yeah. But the reason why I like this movie as a summer blockbuster movie, because it was the first movie I got to see a sneak preview to. So I got those sneak preview tickets. I went to the Galleria. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. And, and they had... Okay, so and when you went in, you were assigned seats in this movie theater. They had someone from the movie. I don't know who it was. It was no one big. But they had someone from the movie, and then they gave away prize packs to people sitting in chairs. And everyone won something, but there was big grand prizes for a couple people. Right. And so it was fun to see it have all that pageantry go into a movie, but, you know, I've never experienced it before. And then I got, like, a couple stickers and, you know, temporary tattoos and a t-shirt. Nice. You got you got those little grab bags. It was in every seat, and then someone won something big. I forgot what it was, but it was fun. It was fun for me. It was, it was my brother, myself, and a couple friends, and we got to go to a movie without my parents. Of course, my mom dropped us off. Dropped it off. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> and she picked us up. But it was it was fun for me. Was that movie good? Probably not. But you know, I watched it not too long ago. The, the movie's not good. There's no there's nothing saving it. But it's just kind of cool to see visually spawn on screen. I like, I like Michael Jai White. So, yeah, I like him too. I like um. I like how they put him in movie like this uh blood and bone movie where he was doing underground fighting and he fought the best underground fighter they had and that guy did not even pose a threat to Michael Jai White <laughs> at all. Yeah, that dude only plays in like straight to DVD or straight to the uh, uh, digital releases now. I he hasn't played in a big movie in a while. He did, he had his cartoon series for Black Dynamite and stuff. Oh, you know that was awesome actually. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, his yeah. movie was awesome. Yeah, the awesome movie was awesome. I forgot about that. But, yeah, it was fun for me. I liked it. I mean, other than that, there's, there's not a, you're right, there's not a lot of saving grace to that movie. No, there's not. <laughs> but it was fun. It's terribly acted, terrible storyline. Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah Martin in Sheen the was in there. With the, with the thing that if his heart stops beating, it'll Who was the, um, detonate the bomb. You know what was weird? On the drive there, we were talking about something. Uh, we got an argument. My, as my brother and I always do about something, he's like, "Well, I'll do." And this is before we saw the movie or knew anything about it. We were talking about something that connected to your heartbeat, and if it stopped beating, then this bomb would go off and I'll blow you up. And I was like, "Well, what if you sneeze?" And he goes, "What?" And I was like, "Doesn't your heartbeat stop when you?" And this is you're a kid; you don't do any research. <laughs> I don't is, know if it's true or not, but this it is pre-internet. Yeah, too. yeah, pre-smartphones and everything. So uh, I was like. Uh, what if you sneeze like twenty times in a row and your heartbeat just stops and not long enough for that bomb to go off? No, I'll have a I'll have a thing that fixes that. <laughs> you know, and that's the argument. You're like, okay, well, you got me there. And then in the movie that happened, I was like, oh, dude, you gotta be kidding me. We were just talking about that same dumb thing. Um, and my final one, which came out in 1991, but it came out early in March, so maybe it was before you know the pre-summer blockbuster thing, but it was had a lot of. A lot of things leading up to it, too. T-shirts, uh, toys, a lot of the things going on. I remember going wearing the T-shirt. I even had a slap bracelet with this logo on it. Slap bracelet, A slap bracelet. <laughs> it was 1991. What would you want from me? That's awesome. And it had an awesome soundtrack, or at least one catchy tune from it, and it was Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. I freaking loved that movie when it came out. Toka, Razor, I mean, Super Shredder, everything was there. You know who Super Shredder was? Who was Super Shredder? Kevin Nash, wrestler. Just want to throw that out there. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice wasn't his Go movie. Ninja, go Ninja, go. Yeah, man, I ran around, I ran around singing that song, karate kicking my younger brother. That's how that went. <laughs> Go, 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 go
and tell me you didn't want to find something that looked like ooze. Well, you know what? You know what bothers me about this movie now? Every time I go through a bank, I see those little things that you, you know the oh, air you tubes. That, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a canister from TGRI <laughs> <laughs> or TCRI. I was uh, like, why do they have that whole system for canister de- deployment? You know, and why like, do why do they, why do they make these canisters that hold ooze so breakable? <laughs> But they did it. They're Out like, of glass. Screw it. They're just, they're just, whatever. Whatever works. Well, I believe I've already discussed in the past how my parents didn't really want me to have that kind of stuff because it would get everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but that was a that was awesome. You know, I had ooze everywhere. There was ooze things, and you know, like I said, slap bracelet. There was of... also a uh, you talked about it earlier. A mall tour was the. Ninja Turtles that came to the Cortana Mall across the lake. Um, I don't think I saw that one, but I remember riding in there with that extra large Ninja Turtle shirt. Now, and I was a little kid, but that's the only shirt they had for Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze movie. Came in this, you know, thing. Right. So of course I wore that thing. It was like a dress. You know what bothers me about this movie now that they're not allowed to use their weapons on people. That whole entire movie. Hmm. They yeah, because from the first one they got in a lot of trouble for all the violence in it. Their weapons stay uh, stealth on their back the whole entire movie. They're not allowed to use them. I don't know. I saw Michelangelo take out a couple people with the yo-yo. Around <laughs> <laughs> the world. <laughs> or Donatello. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's in the opening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I like that movie. I don't care. I like Ninja. I even like the third one, which gets the most crap, for, but when they go back in it was time, cool. it's a cool movie. You know what we're talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking All right. about. You, you don't agree with this? No, it's a terrible film. That movie is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes, it's, it's definitely terrible, but it's still pretty cool. All right. What about you, Snarf Chris? You got one more for us? No. I have one more. Okay, Men in Black. <laughs> Let's talk Will Smith, baby. Baby, what do you? What, what's up with you and Will Smith right now? Will Smith did own the summer blockbuster. He did for a, little, for quite a long time. Yeah, pretty much all the of the '90s. During the late '90s, in particular, he conquered it. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones is also a great actor. The two of them together on screen—it's just magic. It's just magic. Also, the imagination that went into all the aliens. Uh, <laughs> I like all the creature design stuff. Yeah. For yeah. Just being open to a new world. It's a it's a rather played played out uh now. Now it is. It wasn't then. Of, yeah, back then it really wasn't. We are the best kept secret in the universe. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are your best, last, and only line of defense. We work in secret, we exist in shadow. And we dress in black. Most aliens had the most people had been exposed to aliens during that time was like Alien, like from Alien and Predator. It was always aliens uh, were the uh, huge problem. Where this one is just hey, they're just trying to live a life. Yeah, or little gray men abducting people and running off with them, absconding with them, uh, or interested in blowing up the Earth. But these were just like they wanted to inhabit the Earth and be a part of it. Well, maybe one day we'll do a conspiracy theory episode where the men in black are real. This was all based off of a true story. Seriously, I'm, I mean, y'all know the, the Men in Black stories. Well, mm-hmm. you just let me know when you want me to have you committed. Well, <laughs> we have a future one-shot coming up of conspiracy theory that I have, and we'll get into that. It's it's all about Scooby-Doo. Finally. So, we. I, this is also something that we, I think we talked about this on episode one or two. Oh, and I've been thinking about this for And you've been telling me years. about this for like three years now, so. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, well, I wanted to write an article, but then I said... Forget it. 
I'm just gonna do a podcast. Let's get let's get that information out there. So, uh, any other uh, Will Smith movies you want to talk about before we move to me? Uh, Independence Day. Yeah, of course you sweet. did. <laughs> of uh, course. <laughs> no, go ahead. Do you, do you know what month Independence Day came out in? Probably July. I just wanted to see if you had an educated <laughs> guess about that. I, I hope it came out in June. I'm going to look it up. If it came out in June, I'm going to laugh so hard. June. Yeah, it probably did. So just it would be ready for July. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. July 2nd. Wow. Okay. Right on time. Right on time. <laughs> It got its full release on July 3rd, 1996. I saw that one in theaters, too, actually. Yeah, all of these I've seen in theaters. So the last movie I'm going to talk about, y'all might have been too young for this one, but I remember it because it kind of blew my mind the first time I saw a trailer, was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, 1988. Oh, my God. This was huge at the time. It was kind of that weird... Seeing the cartoon characters and then, you know, the live action thing, especially you know, when been, I was young. They've so. been doing that forever. Forever, forever, yeah, yeah. But this is the first, like, high budget thing that I, can, well, I remember. I found it interesting to see Disney, Disney and, and Warner Brothers, and Warner yeah, Brothers yeah. together. That was, that was something. Before this movie came out, there was a uh, comic book that I got for this. It was like a, a trade. So it was a, a little bit thicker and bigger than, like, a, a normal comic book. But it told the whole entire movie before I went and seen the movie. Oh, bummer. So I've read this, and then we went seen the movie. But there was like there's whole scenes added to the comic book that wasn't in the movies, and vice versa. But I love this movie for a very, very, very. Long. I still love this movie. I mean, it, it's one of the few movies I own on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. And I probably own the, the Laserdisc set one time or another. But this was I was a big fan of. I'm a big fan of animation, old school animation, and this was an old school animation movie. Now I look back at it that way anyway. So, mm-hmm. first cartoon crush. <laughs> <laughs> Probably most kids are age. <laughs> why, why are my pants so tight watching this movie? <laughs> so yeah, that was a movie that I was really big into. Summer blockbuster made tons of uh, money. Now, fun movie. It's a fun movie, movie that everyone needs to see. Yeah, everybody needs to watch this movie. I've done showed it to my daughters uh, probably multiple times. Um, they don't really see the when we saw it. It was the first thing I've ever seen like that. Mm-hmm. It was animation and live action and everything else like that. Uh, now it's you know it's all the time, so it's not a really big deal. But it's got a good story and likable characters and everything like that. This movie's awesome, and if you haven't showed your kids this at one time or another, please show your kids. Or anyone that hasn't seen it. Yeah. Well, I guess that'll about wrap up issue 16. What were some of your favorite blockbuster movies? Summer blockbuster movies that we did not talk about, because obviously they release some every single year, <laughs> and we didn't talk about every single one. What's some more recent ones, and what was some when you were a kid? Maybe in the 80s, early 80s, before we got old enough to go watch summer blockbuster movies. For you old folks out there. <laughs> if, if you're listening, thank you for listening to us, for one thing. Also, um, let us know what they are. You can email us at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook. You can tweet us the movie. It's long as 140 characters or less. <laughs> it, it stifles you so much. Yeah, it does. Uh, we also have an Instagram. You can check us out there. And, of course, just visit our website, somewhatnerdy.com. Uh, make sure you go listen to the Earwash um, show and Millennial Projections podcast. Uh, we'll have links to both of those shows in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. And of course, check out the other podcasts in our network, which is Future Flicks with Billiam. I'm sure Billiam will really dig this episode. Yeah, probably, movies. Probably knows a lot, has some more information about them. And of course, Nerds of the Squared Circle. And our friends on the other side, uh, Watch Your Mouth podcast. Make sure you go listen to them. 
Critter is also one of the co-hosts on that show. Really yeah, good show. My ice cream cone shoots the foam just <laughs> fine, and it is massive. This thing is huge. So thank you very much. I'll post a picture on Instagram. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, so uh, thank everybody for listening. Obviously, uh, we're going to have a one-shot coming up after this, which will be issue... 17 which we're going to be talking about scooby-doo scooby-doo i'll, I'll fill you in when we'll we get to it it'll be fun trust me uh, so just think like the friday the 13th episode scooby it's a, yeah it's a lot of that same kind of nonsense all right so we're gonna be back uh we'll see you in two weeks yeah um and uh we'll see you next time uh until then we've been your host i am starf chris i'm critter and i'm danger and uh good journey nerds Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. What do you mean, Independence Day? <clears throat> did you just ask when Independence Day came out? When did, when did Independence Day come out? It came out July. <laughs> what about uh, Men in Black? <laughs> also in the summer. That's also a blockbuster. Movie. Dude, Men in Black. You, man, you were just a f***ing hard-on for Will Smith, weren't you? <laughs> I loved him back in the day. That, you know, I can't blame him for Wild Wild West, all right? Wild Wild West.